When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. Hey, Ram Nation, this is Robbie Robinson. And this is the Roadshow Podcast Edition. We recorded this show live in front of an audience on the 7th of September at Rusty Taco out in Short Pump. Then we play it back at 5 o'clock that next Thursday on 910 The Fan, our flagship station. So you get it early in your inbox to learn a little bit more about what's happening with VCU basketball. Coach and I talk a lot about the schedule, both non-conference and conference schedule. We dive into Jameer Watkins and how his rehab is going. And we talk personnel including who Rhodes thinks are the four best shooters that VCU has had since Coach Rhodes got here in 2009. You don't want to miss that. So all that and more right here on the Rhodes Show, the podcast edition. So we begin as I talk to Coach Rhodes saying it's like Christmas in September when the schedule is released and how Coach and his staff feel about knowing all 31 games that will begin to play in early November. You know, it's I'm just glad it's here and I'm glad we got a full schedule and and we finally have a December 11th game filled in. Do you want to break yeah, that? We got break. Should we do breaking news yeah, here well, early on? Know, yeah. Well, we, you know, December 11th, we were holding out and trying to find games all over the country, and we, we couldn't. We couldn't. And then, how far did you look? Uh, I mean, Martelli went to about over 300 emails. Did he really? And man. the phone calls, uh, everybody, Power Fives all over the country, and, and so we're gonna play Howard at home, a guarantee game. We're gonna play Howard at home. Uh, Team from DC will come down and play us, and so so the 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 schedule is finally complete, and now getting the A10 schedule, uh, we could put it down on paper. Everyone could put it in their calendar books on their phones, and 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 start uh, start getting ready. All right, so we've talked about how hard it is to get to get uh, the Power Five teams to come. Is it hard to get? Other teams are by games or like a Howard or those other schools. How yeah, well, how easy or hard is it to, to fill in the rest of the non-conference gap? It's a lot of well for the games that we want to play that you know that you want you want to make sure you get something out of it from uh, from the X and O's and, mm-hmm. and building your team. 
early in the season. But you also, you know, to us, we want to schedule, have a schedule that allows us to, uh, to have a chance in a, you know, in that large, uh, without a doubt. And it's over the last few years, it's harder now than ever, mainly because um, the Power Five schools are now all going to 20 conference games and they're playing more than one challenge. And so now they don't have to travel or play neutral games. They can, the rest of their schedule, they could fill out with home guarantee games. And we're not on, we're not on their radar for home, to go to their place for a guarantee. Right. And even Nor are they on our radar to go to their place for a guarantee. That's what I mean. I yeah. mean they, they, they're, they're, not, we're, they're not inviting VCU to come to their place <laughs> for a home game. And, and so we're, there's certain ones, you know, uh, Coach Bennett at UVA is, a, a, is one of the coaches that will, will look to play games like that in home and home. We've done it, and we're going to hopefully do that in the future. We're going to talk about it after this season, that which would be awesome. And, but there's not a lot of coaches. We call them all. We, we call every Power 5 team in the Big East trying to get home and homes, some two-for-ones. Two-for-ones are we go to play on the road twice at their place, and they return one game. You had teams that said no to two-for-ones? Yeah, um, yeah, so that's, that's what's been tough about all this. So, you know, I, I, uh, I'll call people I know. Coach Martelli calls everybody, and then we just kind of work it from there. Neutral games, uh, we tried to play teams in Power Fives in neutral places uh, in, the, in, in Annapolis, uh, Chicago, Phoenix, Dallas, Atlanta, Atlanta, and New York, and uh, when our name came up, there were no takers, and and that that was more disappointing than you know trying to get home and homes because now there there there's not as many of those because teams aren't playing as many, so it's limited. But now the following year, it looks like we're going to play Houston and Atlanta uh, next year in, in a neutral one. Oh because, wow! Yeah, because Houston's not not afraid to play people. And so, so that you know, that's one we're trying to sign up for right now to to get that done. All right, so so play devil's advocate for me because if I'm a head coach of a Power Five school, and let's say I'm a competitive school in that Power Five conference, I think of a trip to VCU as a great way to get my guys ready for conference play because it's going to be the first time that maybe a freshman or some of my younger guys or transfers are going to play in a hostile atmosphere because we can give you that a hostile atmosphere. I just never understand why Power 5 coaches don't do what Coach Bennett does. You know you've got a team that most likely is going to make the NCAA tournament if you're good in the Power 5. So why not the first time a kid shoots a free throw on the road isn't on a conference game at Duke or a conference game at Texas A&M. It's at VCU. What, well, what's, the, what's the opposite thought on that? Because it's not 12 or 14 conference games anymore, Robbie. It's 20. It's 20. Sure. It's 20. So right. we, but wouldn't you want the experience? Got, got, you would think that, but it's, it, that's what's changed. And so we're always going to try to find coaches that are willing to do that and programs that are willing to do that. And we'll, we'll get some here and there. But, you know, a great example is Penn State was supposed to, mm. uh, you know, uh, return the game. And because of COVID policy and contracts, they got out of it. They don't want to come play at VCU in the Seagull Center because they know it's going to be a tough game. So it's a backhanded compliment, as I say, yeah. uh, but it still makes scheduling very hard. But we, may, we tried to get the best schedule we could. The teams that were playing, like last year, is teams that have a chance to win their league and win some games. And uh, so, you know, we're doing it that way. And, of course, our, uh, our A-10 schedule, as you can see, is a complete bear. Uh, I'm not sure anyone else in the league has the schedule that we have, but I love it. It's great. It's great. Great. Uh, for our guys, and, and we gotta, you know, we gotta strap up, be ready to go for all of them. But that's that's it's the fun of it. 
We're going to talk about the conference schedule in the next segment. I want to talk about the non-conference because, Coach, we gave yeah. you August off, so we haven't, we haven't talked to any scheduling. So let's talk non-conference. I'm interested in a game like December 7th, we played Jacksonville at home on a Wednesday. How does that game come to fruition? Take me through the process of, of that being an open date on December 7th to now having the word Jacksonville Dolphins next to well, it. Well, Jacksonville, they had a great year last year. So that's uh, one. you got to yep, check that they, box. They great year, okay. and they return a lot of guys. So, uh, you know, a lot like Chattanooga, they, they, they're, they're, they're going to be good. They're going to be probably picked to win the league or right there. Uh, they return good players. Uh, and he was trying to find games because nobody would play him. So VCU will play him, and uh, we just kept throwing dates around. And does uh, he call you? Do you call him? Is there uh, a message no, board? No, Mar- is it like Tinder? Uh, Are you swiping no, left Mar- or right? Or Martelli? Martelli stalks everybody. He so he yeah, knows. That's that's how. Yeah. We so coach. Hey, Jacksonville needs four games. They're looking here a couple dates, and then we see how we can make it work. So, so if I were to call, same thing with Temple. Like Temple has everybody back. This is the best team they'll have in about five or six years. They'll be picked in the top three in the American. And they were looking for, they needed, I think at the time where we were at four or five, they were at five or six games they needed. Mm-hmm. And we so, and dates worked out because there was opportunities. So if I were to call Jimmy right now, if we were to get him on the line and say, Jimmy, tell me how Stetson is going to be this year. You think Jimmy would know? He would go in this folder or his big folder and go to Stetson and he'd have all the stats and all the analytics. He'd right say they there. return two guys. They're probably going to be the bottom yeah, of whatever three conference guys out play. of the transfer portal. Yeah. Here they are, here, you know, all, all that. Here are their stats and there's specific stats um, that, we, that we look at that say, it's, hey, you know, they're, they're going to be good this year and go from there. Have, has, it, has it gotten easier or has it gotten more strategic as you've grown here? You're your sixth year here. Yeah, so, and now, you know, now we have a number of years of the net. Okay, yeah. which is you know the formula to to compare everybody and the net allows you you know that that's where the, the NCAA selection committee uses the net. So now we have a lot more data from the net to say these are the teams we need to play and, and what we need to do against them. What's the biggest thing that fans might not know about the net rankings that you would tell them that would surprise them? That going playing a team and and. So, for example, we went and played LaSalle at LaSalle. LaSalle yeah, was under year yeah. last year, yeah. and we won 18 on the road, and we went up like 12 spots in the net, which was really good. So, so, we, so we beat LaSalle by 18. We got 12 spots. And we go to Davidson. Yeah, we, down at Davidson. They, they won the league. Yeah. And we won that game. And at the time, they were in the top 30 in the country, I think, and we win by two, and we only go up three spots. That's... That's the crazy wow. stuff about the net and, and the numbers and stuff like that. So, so I mean, so... You think it'd be the other way around. So, uh, pouring it on is... Yeah, pouring it on uh, uh, helps you in the net. Does it really? totally against everything I, I believe mean, how, in. Do, you, but do coaches not just crow at that? Some, so, there's some coaches out there that you know when you're watching games on ESPN and they're still doing their thing with two minutes left up 15, you know why. Sure. Uh, that, that is, they, they're making sure they get their extra extra points in the net. Do the oppositional coaches know that? Yeah, and then people are really upset over it, but until it changes... You can only be so to, upset, You're though, trying right? to take care of your team. Yeah. Know? Yeah, especially if you're a bubble team. Is, is there, like, a certain number that you're trying to transpire? You know, 15, 18, no, or is I mean, it more yeah, than... Yeah, a, a plus 10, and plus 10, plus 15. They're all plus 20. Yeah, uh, wow. Without a doubt, yeah. So 
when or should the Rams have a big lead towards the end of the game? Efficiency stats, your, yeah. your defense and wow. offensive efficiency stats go into your net. So, so if you have a chance on the yeah. road to win big, you... That's huge. That's, that's, it's, that's huge. And that's yeah. scary for you because obviously you've got your starters and if they're playing great and then all of a sudden you're up by 22... It goes against, it goes against a lot of people's you know, style of coaching yeah. and, and sportsmanship. And, and look at the road games that we play. It's not like, you know, you, oh, that's a 20-pointer. I, mean, I hope, I, hope I can say that this year. We're going to be really happy around here. But, you know, the schedule we have, but that, that's... You know, that's how creative you got to be in all of this. All right. I, I asked this question. I've, I've asked this question for 15 years on the coach's show to a coach. It's your third time doing this or sixth time doing it. Tell me the name in the non-conference of a team that we should be really worried about that we w- would not normally be worried about. Like, like a couple years, it's been Wofford and maybe last yeah, year. Yeah, you Jack- Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah, okay. Jacksonville, um, Manhattan, the first game and the way they play, they're real aggressive and press and fly around. Um, Patino style, uh, Coach Masilio played for Matino, mm-hmm. uh, Patino in Kentucky, so they play that way. Um, I think, I think you know, Navy returns everybody. They had some big wins last year. It'd be Virginia to open the season. UVA, yep, exactly. So I, I would say those three. Are you excited about the Navy game? I know that you're, you love the Armed Forces. Yeah, that's something yeah, that's been, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, no, and, and we, we're trying to play in the Armed Forces yeah, classics. Yeah, up there in Annapolis. I, I think Coach Swartz last year they played there, right? Um, against Tennessee and yeah, it's Tennessee. It was just one game in Tennessee. Tennessee yeah. So we're we're we trying beat the to the breaks off of them last night. Yes, by the way, and we're trying to. You know, I remember that game because that's when Jay Quan hit his he head. His head. Tory Burston was Tory, playing. Tory Burston got yeah. a career high in minutes. I, yeah. I watched that game on TV, but um, we're going to try to play in that. But have a Navy or Army or Air Force uh, in a game. That's you know that's that's a great thing too. And then we got the trip to uh, the Barclays to play yep. the first game Arizona State and Bobby Hurley. Yep. Yep. And then the winner of the Pitt-Michigan game, and that's a pretty big opportunity, I would think, for you guys. Would you, yeah, all three. Arizona serving? State should be very good. They, they return a lot of players. They did well in the transfer portal, um, did well recruiting. So, you know, they have, some, they have some really good players, some very talented team. So, um, you know, they, they're expected to have a really good year. So that's a great game there. And, then, of course, Pitt coach Capel's team, you know, he, he had to go out and get some guys, but he, he has some good returning players back. He's trying to take the next step with that program, which we all know how he is. He'll, he'll do it. And then Michigan will be a top 10 team in the country. So um, hopefully we have opportunities to play, play those teams. When we lost the, the Mountain West A-10 matchup because of COVID, you know, UNLV was going to come here last year, and I guess we would be right. going somewhere this year. Was that, a, was that a tough blow to scheduling, or was that something you just kind of wiped well, off your shoulder? Well, we had it in the book, so it was one game where we didn't have to get. And, then, and a good team. And, and a good team, and, and you knew if this year we're going out there, we would probably go to one of the top two, three mm-hmm. teams in the league. So, you know, it's a great game on national television. So, that you know, that definitely takes – how do they run? Can they get that back going? Do you think? Has there been conversations? Yeah, just it, it's all based on um, the scheduling part of it, the league scheduling, and then when you can fit it in. Everybody's schedule is different. Calendar mm-hmm. schedule, academic calendars. So there's a lot more into it than just saying, "Oh yeah, let's do it." So. Do you look at our friends on the football side of things with jealousy because their schedule is like ten years out? No, not at all. Not at <laughs> no. all. I, I, I'd rather it this way than being 10. Really? Yeah. yeah okay. I, I just wish we, I wish we could get some teams to come play us for great, you know, great mm-hmm. rivalry games slash um, um, some teams that we've had some history with that, you know, from the NCAA tournament and stuff like that that we can get to play. With. But we're going to keep trying like we always do. All right, so Temple and Memphis go there this year and 
assume they come back next year, yeah, all things yeah, being exactly. Yep, they're both coming back. Oh, that's next great. Year. So two so great be, games yeah. there. Memphis is a top twenty team, and Temple's very good. So. Uh, but they return it next year for sure. Well, Coach, I think it goes without saying. I know how difficult this is. Good first non-conference schedule. And congratulations to you and your staff because yeah, I know well, it's not easy putting that together. Well, our administration has been great with, with helping us with, with, with scheduling. And then uh, Jimmy Martelli does a phenomenal job just staying on top of it. And, you know, we use as many analytics people out there mm-hmm. to help us figure out our scheduling and all the, the gurus. that we, we talk to those gurus like Lunardi and Kid Palm and all that stuff. That, wow to try to get the best schedule we can get. And we and you heard it here first. We're playing the Howard Bison on the 11th. That was TBD. Yep. If you yep. saw the yep. schedule Sunday, today released. Graduation, fall gra- uh, uh, winter graduation is the 10th, and, and then we'll play on, on Sunday 11th. Anybody graduating early? Do we have any guys? Nope. No, nope. no, so the, nope. that, won't be a, that won't be a thing. They'll be graduating, I'll promise you that. They will be, but just, just, not, just, on not, the, on just not on the 10th. Just not on the 10th. Right. Cool. Yeah, awesome. Exactly. All right. So we did the non-conference schedule. We come back. It was released today, the conference schedule. And it's a little bit of a doozy, Coach. There's some runs in the conference schedule the Rams are going to have to gear up for. We'll talk about that as you're listening to The Road Show here from Rusty Taco right here off of Pump and Broad Street. Back with Coach Rhodes right after this on the Ram Nation Network. I will get back to the show at Rusty Taco in just a minute. But first, a quick word about Mosquito Squad here in Richmond. You know, the mosquitoes are still biting in Richmond. Had a friend of mine the other day say, Robbie, I was barbecuing the other day and got hammered by mosquitoes. And I said, you got to call our friends at Mosquito Squad. They're huge partners of the Rams, big fan of ECU and Mike Rhodes. All you have to do is Google them, Mosquito Squad Richmond Online, and they'll take it from there. Get rid of those mosquitoes in your backyard. The fall is the best time to be outside. You don't want to be bitten by mosquitoes. And Mosquito Squad can take that away. Also, our broadcast presented by Virginia Credit Union and the Virginia Credit Union VCU MasterCard. Go to vacu.org for more information about that. Three great designs. If you want to show that you're a Ram fan when you make any kind of purchase, do so with the VCU MasterCard from Virginia Credit Union. All right, let's get back to the show. Back here at Rusty Taco off of Pump and Broad. I've, I've come to love Rusty Taco, Coach. It's a great little location right there in your backyard. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a veteran in this place yeah, here. I, so this is two miles from my house, and I could get about three tacos done before I get home to give them the rest of, to the and kids. And everybody else has so, the other yeah, six. Yeah, that's so true. It's a, a three-taco ride to my house. Do you have a go-to? I had the... Uh, the fajitas really Really good. like the fajita, uh, yeah. But I, I've, I've tried them all. They're, they're very good. All good, they're very yes. good. And the loaded, the loaded nachos to go to as well. Endorsed by Mike Rhodes. All right, schedule came out today in the conference. We had seen the non-conference in the last couple of weeks that the team put together, but then the league hands us our bill today, and it starts off on a December 31st, New Year's Eve, most likely day, I would imagine, against LaSalle. And, Coach, there's a couple... First question is, do they tell you how the sausage is made? Like, No, do they, no they don't. They don't no. give you any insight on how they get to what they get to, any kind of no, clues I, I, or what I they try to do? They do some pairings, meaning who might be the better teams in the league to do certain mm-hmm. pairings. To, to yeah, so they do them, that. To give them the toughest schedule, you know, the top four teams. And do you probably. like that? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, because we better be in the top four all the time. And, and when, they, when it comes to scheduling, we want a schedule like this. But they, and, but they don't say, all right, hey, this, you know, we try to give you two road games and then a night, you know, an easy one and then a couple. No, there's none of that. No. How much do you think is, is it involved with TV? Do you think TV plays a big part of it? has everything to do with it. It does. Okay. Everything to do with it because the, the big games on Friday are Mm -hmm. not, the schedule is made based on television. So the schedule's put together. 
TV comes back and says, we want this game, this game, and then they, it's rearranged. That's why you, you look at some things and say, well, wow, why is that Why, why are we going to Chicago on a Tuesday and then at Dayton on a Friday? Because they want us to play Dayton on national television Friday night on ESPN. That's why. Now, we don't have class, so right. that, that's a little different, but that doesn't matter either to TV. So when you get four Friday games, which in the A-10, that is a badge of honor. And now yeah, three absolutely. of them, is, they're on the road, but four Friday games. What does that say about the program? Well, why do you think we're on the road on Friday nights? Because we draw the biggest crowd, right? Yeah, exactly, where everybody's homecoming, uh, mm. big T-shirt game. Mm-hmm. Towels. Towels. Or like, br- I, mean, bring. I always say the, 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 all these gimmicks, the, the company that creates all these gimmicks, we should get 4% of that. <laughs> like the Red Panda? You should get 4% of the yeah, Red the Panda? Yeah, the Red Panda. I mean, she should get a Letterman's jacket from VCU. <laughs> because on the road, she's at every one. But, like, so... Backhand a compliment, right? Right. So uh, we and our fans travel. If mm. our fans can get in, they're coming. And so now you have a fun style of play. We're playing on the road in our black uniforms. Our ratings are always good. And yep. they're also, there's going to be black and gold in that arena, no matter where it's at in the country. Mm-hmm. That's why we're on Friday nights. Did your guys... Were they excited to see this? Did, did most guys even know it came out? Or, I mean, are they seeing the updates? Yeah, and looking but like, it? we have some guys like Ace. He'd want to just play Dayton and St. Louis every game uh, 18 times. So, so yeah, that's, that's just, you know, how, how some of them are. And what, we also have a couple others, Robbie, that they couldn't name all the teams in the A-10. Really? Heck no. <laughs> really? Heck no. So, uh, but There's 14 be, now, right? But they'll be ready. We'll teach them about the league and the history of the league and all that stuff as we get closer to the season. Um, we have a history lesson on, on 8-10 basketball. Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But um, when we get closer to games, they'll know who's who. Do you bring in Jimmy's dad to, like, come and, like, zoom no, in and talk about no, it? No or, guess, like, Mark Macon comes no in, maybe? Guess, no guest lectures. No guest lectures. video. And it's like Yinka Dare coming. And, and like, they know the pros and, and the certain teams and the rivalries and stuff like that. In the season, if Richmond and St. Louis at home, do you like ending the year with tough teams? Those are probably be two you know, at least top hundreds and could possibly be top 75s. And in St. Louis's case, maybe even higher. Yeah. Cause I, you know, I think we've gotten better as the you know, last two years, we got better as the season went on. Mm-hmm. And I think this team with some new guys will get better and better as the season goes on. So look, you guys know me, I'll, I'll play them anytime, anywhere, wherever you want. Uh, I think it's great. I, I'd like, Ending at home, we end the GW, but well, I they might as well be at home. Let's I be love, honest, coach. I, yeah, I mean, let's be yeah. let's let's, love, let's just I call a spade a spade. Game at home, um, I just think that's really cool for our fans. All right, so you know, this comes out now. Next will be the preseason rankings, which will probably be four or five weeks from now. The me, some media people do it, and the coaches do it. Uh, how much do you pay attention to those, and has that become a bullet point for your team? And yeah. is that something you talk to your team about when they when they come out with? Yeah, those? You, I mean, any bulletin board material you use everybody loves motivation right so we're going to use that all the time from from videos of interviews to things said in uh on social media in the papers and we'll definitely use that if if we're not ranked where we think we should be ranked i hope the guys are mad and the coaches get mad and then then do something about it mm-hmm. and that's that's the fun of it so i you know we'll probably be in the we'll probably be in the top three or four i think probably behind dayton and st louis they return more guys than us but uh and i i I'm excited about this year's group, and if that's where they're going to put us, fine. Well, you know, it's where you where you are at the end. In the last two years, we're right there to win the championship. Um, the year before, we won the regular season, or two, four, what? That's post pre COVID. Now, yeah. holy cow! Yeah, it's a long uh, time ago. Uh, uh, we've I, I try to forget those COVID years, but 
um, you know, we're right there. So let, let's see with this crazy schedule that we have. Let's, let's go try to win them all. All right. So kids have been back in school for like three weeks now. And tell us a little bit about yeah. what the NCAA allows you to do and what it looks like at the Basketball Development Center on a day-by-day basis with working out the guys. Yeah, we got a certain amount of hours a week. And, and you know, the way we do it's our workouts, we have two workouts each, uh, two workouts where it's group work mm-hmm. um, and individual development and breakdown stuff. And then we have Friday and Saturday, we have two workouts with the team. And it's we're not in there long. It's just super intense and uh, sometimes 35 to 40 minutes, sometimes a little bit longer. But it's just super intense and, and a lot of habit building. And, uh, you know, we have 32 practices in 40 days before the season, 30 practices in 40, 40 days. So that's plenty of time. Right. Okay. And, uh, and that's when you can go 20 hours a week. Yeah, and 20. And the way we practice and because the, our style of play, we, we don't use all 20 hours. But we, we, can, we can if we need it. But, you know, we do a lot of film stuff, a lot of breakdown. We do, do preseason, a lot of one-on-one stuff with the new guys just to get them familiar how we do things. But the practice is itself, you know, because we press the whole practice and pick up full court and play defense the way we do, you know, we, we just we're not going to get to 20 hours or we'll wear them out and get them hurt. This is The Road Show with Mike Rhodes. We're here at Rusty Taco and uh, Short Pump. And, Coach, you know, you, if you could go back, what, now six years. You're about to go into your sixth season here at VCU. If you can go back six years and talk to yourself the preseason before that first year, getting your team ready, what would you tell them? What would you tell that Coach Rhodes that you've learned over the last six years? What advice would you give him that you may not have known when you came back and you were the head coach that first year? I guess that was 2017. What would I tell? Yeah, what would you tell yourself six years ago that you've learned over the last six years about getting your team ready for the season? I, I, I'm, I'm not sure I would change a lot of how we do, do things preseason. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we spend a lot of time with our guys away from the gym. Um, I would never change that. I think that's a huge weapon we have that our relationships go beyond basketball. So when you're in the preseason and guys have anxiety and are excited to play and all that stuff, I think the relationships we have with our guys really help them understand the process and the journey that, that's coming ahead. Uh, but, you know, I think certain teams I would want to shoot more with and certain other teams I'd shoot more free throws with, right, uh, <laughs> right. W- without a doubt. Um, you know, I, I, I just think the, the, the biggest thing with preseason is you want to get to the first day of practice healthy. Mm. And, uh, you know, we, we haven't been like that, and knock on wood, uh, right now, you know, our guys have done a great job taking care of their bodies, and, and they've had great, strong summers. We had a lot of guys really improve in the weight room with their bodies. Some of these guys you won't even recognize who are returning. They've mm-hmm. done s- such a great job. And so, you know, right now I think we're pretty healthy, and, uh, you know, we want to stay that way. All right, so we know Jeremy McAllister is out with the, the, the ACL, and he'll be rehabbing yeah, I mean, on that. that's the bummer of it. I mean, <clears throat> this is his third year it's going through it. It's amazing, and I'll tell you, like, He's in the gym every day. He's with his teammates every day. His attitude's unbelievable. I, I mean, I, I always say he's just such a better kid and a better mm-hmm. man than I've, I've ever been because I'd be so mad at the world. And, I, I, man, I, I would, mm. and the way he's handled it. And he's, you know, unbelievable family, strong in his faith. And, you know, he's put a lot of his attention on his schoolwork. He's going to graduate with a psychology degree in, in, in the spring. And, you know, probably start graduate school which is pretty pretty exciting for him that's great and you know we just want to i just want him to get healthy i want him to get healthy he's 
he's been on this campus with crutches and a brace on his knee longer than anything else, and that's that's awful. But you know, he's done a great job being an awesome teammate and just showing up every day with this unbelievable attitude. It's it makes you as a coach know you're recruiting the right type of dudes. He comes back next year healthy. How many years of eligibility will he have? Oh, he could be four. Here for, he'd be here for like nine years. <laughs> he could be like yeah, he'd be so, like twenty-seven years yeah, old. He'd get a doctorate. They like, might put him on the board. It could be yeah, yeah. I would think so. <laughs> All right, um, how's Jameer Watkins? Tell me a little bit about yeah, how he, he's doing. He had a really good uh, practice yesterday, and then today they 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 did their uh, conditioning this morning. He did really well, and then we came back this afternoon and did group work, and which is the most he's done in a short period of time. And he was he looked really good today. So he's. He's not 100 yet, but he's, he's it's starting to come. He made a couple nice plays today at competition that you could see some instincts and, and stuff like that. So, what, what is he not allowed to do? Or is he allowed to do everything? He just isn't we're, quite. We're, we're putting him, him in some contact, right, competition, okay. but we're just not having him go up and down the court all the time. So two plays here, two off. Half court set. Yeah, do half, this. half court, right. three plays on, two off. Stuff like that. Now, Jameer, he's... He's like probably like a barking tra- Bronco, Josh right? Josh Wall, our trainer, does a great job. Jay Wall, Jay Wall is pretty much pulling him off, get off, step off, and all that. And Jameer is fighting it, which coaches love. But you know, we're uh, you know, October one, October one. The trajectory is, for October one, yeah, you feel pretty good he's about. He's done a great job with that. Yes, absolutely. From the offensive standpoint, you, know, you played offense. Obviously, you're phenomenal at it when you're playing, and you've seen guys. Does it take time to get back into that rhythm? I mean, he's going to be out. From an injury, yes. Okay. Yeah. Any, any major injury, you're out a whole year. I mean, you know, right. Think about that. Think about, you know, you were a pitcher. If you, were, you didn't pitch for a year, you're, it's going to take you time. It's going to take you reps. So for some, it's, they're a little nervous about landing on their knee or taking off on the knee or whatever it may be, whatever that injury is. Uh, Others, it's just contact. They're, they're afraid to get hit and stuff like that. So, um, you know, he, you just got to go through that and finally you make an explosive move or you do jump stop or you get hit and get knocked over and, like, oh, I'm good. And it just mm-hmm. clicks. So it will happen. I've seen it with, with, with different guys. Yeah, do you tell him? Like, do you tell him stories yeah. about guys you've oh, coached? Oh, and say, Man, this guy blew out yeah. his knee and he ended up having an all-conference year. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we, Justin Moyer, who played for me as a point guard at Randolph-Macon, just went in for a layup uh, in league play and just tore his ACL. He came back the next year. He couldn't dunk that year. Comes back the next year because he worked so hard on his quads with your ACL rehabilitation. He's dunking it, and he, and he got best shape of his life because he zeroed in on a specific part of his body, and it just really helped him. And then, you know, now, I mean, he, this is a number of years later, but he's a triathlon now, and he's in, in, in nothing wrong with his knee. And, why I say that, I, I, there's other guys too. I mean, look at Marcus. Marcus Evans yeah. came back in five and a half months, ace five and a half months from Achilles, which is hard to come back from the knee. But everybody's different, and you, you can't push it. And, uh, you know, we don't, have a, we don't have a circle of calendar. October 1st would be the timeline of him being let loose. Mm. But if it has to go to November 1st or go to November 1st, he's got so much basketball ahead of him. Uh, we'll get him back when he's ready to go. Awesome. Coach, I look forward to talking about the rest of the team when we come back from this commercial timeout. We'll break down a little bit more of the roster that Mike Rhodes has going into this new season with the schedule released today. You can go to vcuathletics.com to find that schedule and start getting your tickets by calling 804-828-RAMS. We've got tickets and ticket packages available, 804-828-RAMS. Quick timeout. Be back with more after this as you're listening to The Road Show on the Ram Nation Network. All right, Ram fans, we'll get back to the road show in just a moment. 
Tickets are now available. We know who we're going to play. We know what days we're going to play them. So get your tickets. Season tickets at 804-828-RAMS. You can also log on to vcuathletics.com forward slash tickets. It's going to be a great schedule. The Rams are going to be talented. They're going to be so much fun to watch. The Seagull Center is going to be rocking. Ryan Capacci is back leading the Peppas. You don't want to miss it. 804-828-RAMS or vcuathletics.com forward slash tickets. Now, let's head back to the show. The road show continues. It's our September show here at Rusty Taco at Pump and Broad. And Coach, it's now time to jump into the social media side of this. We've got questions from our fans. Great. We've got questions from here. Yep. We've got some good ones here, too. So we're going to jump in. Catherine is here. She's our on-site producer and engineer and all things director. And Catherine asks this. David Shriver said, Coach says, has the best shoe game. So David yeah, Shriver I don't says know about that. He wants playing time. Can you say that about yourself? Do you have the best shoe no, game? No, no. But I don't know, Coach. You no. have a pretty good shoe game. Uh, there's some old shoes that I wore growing up that are now vintage that I, I really just like. So them, I got right? a few of those. So I, I get some street cred from the guys because of that. Um, do you, I mean, do you still have them or are they? No, no. You just I, told I, them. Come on, man. I don't I don't have my Andre Agassiz from 1989. Right, exactly. So, so I've gotten a little cred, street cred that way. But no, I don't. I mean, some of these guys have Jordans all the way up to the ceiling in their closet. Coach Brunt. Coach Brunt's like that. Big B's got a shoe collection. So I'm just trying to hang in there with everybody else. But I appreciate Shrive giving me. Yeah, it's cool. But you think about it, though. It's a, it's a, it's a, kid, talking about, a kid from West Virginia talking about a, ki- a, a, a kid from Pennsylvania, and we're talking about fashion. Yeah, so right there, that doesn't that work. Yeah, that that doesn't, doesn't work. I told him that. But I appreciate the, the, the pub. Deep down inside, are you glad to see the style go to where you can wear your your air forces with a nice and look nice and like see like big league guys do that yeah when you have feet butchered like mine uh from playing on the playground my whole life wearing a nice pair of casual sneakers are a lot more comfortable wearing wearing those those uh those, yeah, those, those, those wing tips wing tips and all that stuff so although no. i can't imagine you had a whole lot of wing tips over the no last but still yeah. still so i i do appreciate that for sure so all right so catherine not necessarily yeah i don't right I, there. I appreciate it, but I don't think I don't think I'm in the top five. Shriver wanted some PT. All right, next question. Our good friend Jay Burnham, who's the voice yeah. of the UMass Minutemen. Yeah. Jay asks this: You get to invite three other A10 coaches to dinner. Who are you inviting, and why? Who would I invite? Uh, uh, definitely Coach Schmidt. Coach Schmidt. Yeah, okay, yeah, Mark Schmidt. Okay, why is that? Uh, he's just he's hilarious. He's, he's hilarious, and he likes cold beer like me. Okay. So definitely Schmidt. Um, um, I'll say uh, let's, go with, with, let's go with Frank Martin at UMass. Oh, uh, just, just, just because he's – He's a good guy, funny guy, has great stories. Good personality. So, yeah, just, I've enjoyed, he seems enjoyed like – being around him. And, yeah. and then I'll go, with, uh, I'll go with Coach Grant. I've known Coach Grant, and, and uh, I'll go with Coach Grant. He's uh, because VCU ties. How's that? So Coach Grant – Mark Schmidt and Frank Martin. Yeah, that's yeah. a good group. And you, interesting group. Where yep. are you guys going? You uh, get to choose anywhere in Richmond. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So, do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to twenty five percent with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. All state vehicle and property insurance company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. 
And they put me on the spot here for that. I'm sorry, so, yeah. I mean, uh, other than Rusty Taco or any of our other well, fine sponsors. We had a recruit uh, a couple weeks ago, and we went to Wooden Iron, yeah. and they have these cheesesteak egg rolls. Have you tried that? They're good. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're pretty good. Have they're you tried the good. salad today? But I, honestly, I'd come right here. Come here. The beer's yeah. cold here, too. So, uh, you know, a, 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 a table full of tacos, you can't go wrong. Yeah. All right, Neil, Neil Mullen, our good friend Neil Mullen, who yeah. loves the podcast more than life itself, says this. What's Fats's position or positions? At least in theory, he played point guard in high school. Neil yeah, says no, it might not be in the cards here, but where's Fats going to no, play? He's not a point guard, but he's a wing. He's a wing, and, and uh, he can play you know, the two, the three. And if we went, we played four guards, he could play the four. I mean, that's interchangeable, all those positions. He's got to get stronger, though. He's skinny, but he's, you know, he's starting to figure that out. He just has a really good feel. He could put the ball on the floor and get into his pull-up and all that stuff. So he's just the biggest thing with, 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 with Fats just like it was with Ace and Jay, Jay Nunn, is just understanding how hard it is every day and fighting through it and the pace mm. and the pace. And, um, you know, you, you push your best freshman or your most talented freshman really hard early because by the time you get to, to March, those guys can really help you. So I feel like all the time when I interview guys after games, especially freshmen, they say the first few weeks, Robbie, gosh, the game was moving so fast. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, number one, you know, the, the fear of the unknown. You walk into practice, what's going to happen today? What are we adding today? So, and, and, you know, it's just the terminology that we use is different than Verina. And, mm-hmm. and, the, and the coaches there do a, a great job. So that ha- has helped Fats. But it's just different. It's just, it's, it's, it's different. I like to say it's like you take the 100-level class your freshman year, oh, I got this college thing down. And then you take a 400-level class the next semester, and, oh, they didn't tell me this. That's basketball. It's, right. it's going up another level. So that, the, the physicality and the pace, I think, is the, is the biggest thing. And then I, I, I say it all the time, learning, learning to play and fight through fatigue. Fatigue makes a coward of us all. Mm-hmm. And if you could, as a freshman, really learn to fight through fatigue and conditioning and practice in a game where you're, you know, the sub is ready to get you, but you're – you know, you know, you need to come out. You're so tired, but you keep fighting through and making winning plays. That's the biggest adjustment for for freshmen. All right, Ian Reniger asks this: We lost 64 percent of our scoring from last season. Having Jameer back will help. Who else are we counting on to help fill that scoring gap? Yeah, I think the three the three transfers, Shriver and uh, Brandon Johns and, and Zeb Jackson. Those three guys will definitely help us. Um, of course, we have Jameer back. Jameer is one of those freshmen late in the season as a freshman was really turning the corner, playing really well. I, you know, right there, those four guys are just better offensive players than we've had and uh, versatile, versatile mm-hmm. players. And, um, and then I'll be honest with you, Ace and Jay Nunn, um, they had unbelievable summers, and they're a lot better than they were last year. So Ace really, was really good last so year, and so is Jay Nunn. Yeah, so those two guys, their bodies have changed. They're in the best shape of their life. They lived in the gym, so... Excited for those two guys, too. How's Nick Kern? Uh, he's been great. He's been great, and he's really worked on his game. So, you know, he's sort of that – he'll be the, the crowd favorite because of just his toughness, and, you know, he's got that fight in him. And he's, he's going to find ways to get on the court and stay on the court because he just makes winning plays. And he's one of our better defenders and one of our tougher players. So if there's a loose ball, um, he's going to get it. 
And if it's between him and Ace, they might not get the ball, but they're going to find out who's toughest. So, uh, <laughs> and, which is sure. those are the type of guys you want. Um, your bigs, you know, that's, yeah. there's a lot of proving ground for your bigs. Christian Furman, from yeah, Pennsylvania. He's, yeah, he's very good. Uh, Has he gotten better high, over the summer? Yes, he. Uh, every week he's gotten better. High motor, big. Um, you know, he's still learning things, but he, he got very. His coach Rich Williams and Pocono mm-hmm. Mountain West. Uh, a, up in the Poconos of Pennsylvania, he uh, he's a very good high school coach. It's a winning tradition, so he's ahead of the game that way. I mean, he just knows things because he's been taught that. But he's all six ten. He has a high motor. Uh, he's he's not the fastest guy in the team, but he might be a top three mm-hmm. uh, for a guy that big. He and he, he has an unbelievable motor, and he can finish and and he can step away from the basket and, and handle the ball a little bit. So. It allows him to do a couple different things for a freshman. So he just won't stand under the basket and just get in the way. He's going he's gonna to help us. Um, and then, you know, Toby Wall. You know, How about our guy Toby? Toby's, How's he doing? He's just getting better and better all the time. He's going to play a lot as a freshman because he just, he's so aggressive and he plays so hard and he's so quick and fast. So what he doesn't know yet, he makes up an effort. An effort. And uh, I'll, you know, today in practice when we were doing defense, uh, you might be a half step late or you might make a mistake. What makes up for that is talking on defense and playing really hard. He plays really hard. And so and Ace loves playing with him because he just throws it up there and gets an easy assist. So um, he's a high flyer for sure. And, you know, Brandon Johns is a four-man that could step out and shoot it and handle the ball, but he's big enough, especially in the A-10, to play at the five too. And now you're talking about a pick-and-pop five-man which is really hard to guard. So we, we, got, we got a lot of options inside. David Shriver is a foreman, a stretch foreman that could really shoot it, but he's tough. He's physical. How good, how, how good of a sh- You know shooters, Coach. Yeah, he's you one were of the, one. Uh, you said, are one. Um, how good? He, he's, he, you know, I, I hope I'm right, but what I've seen so far since he's been here, um, he shoots it. He shoots it like some of the, the best shooters we've had since I've been here in 2009. I mean, he's, he's Troy-like. Um, just it's so effortless. It's the same shot every time. He can shoot it a little bit on the move. Um, Name me your top four since 2009. Top four shooters, if you were to go to a – you're the fifth guy. It's just a team of shooters. Give me your top four since 2009 if you're going to a, a pickup basketball game and all you want is shooters. Well, Troy – Troy from three. From three, yeah, three yeah, pointers. yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's see, Troy, Troy. right? Um, you got – Three more picks, and then you're Melvin, son. right? Of I course, think Melvin. I right, those buy two, off on that. Those two guys. Uh, Jay Kwan was a really good shooter. He's a really underrated and, good and shooter, really wasn't he? Really good off the dribble shooter. Um, let's put him there. Okay. Okay. So you else? Got, you got else one more. You got Brandon. Brandon, yeah, 2009, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think those, yeah, Brandon, yeah, and Troy, and, and, Melvin, and Jaquan. And Shrive could make threes like those guys. And, and so he's in yeah. that yeah. rarefied air because I feel like those guys yeah, are like, kind of in the pantheon. I, I th- uh, here's what I say. I think our, our fans very quickly, when he is ready to shoot an open three, they're going to have gonna their do hand, that. They're right. going to have their hands up, and I'm going to have my hands up to get in the press. It took, so it, I mean, not to go back 25 years, it took us about 45 seconds with Curtis Staples at UVA to realize that was the deal. Yeah. And, like yeah. It, like, and he would get so, open. So in live action this summer, three-point percentage, Shrive was 64%. Well, where's the – I mean, that's unheard of. Yeah, yeah, so – but that's practice. The, the, the bleachers aren't pulled out and the lights aren't on and the yeah, – Maybe so even if he drops 15%, that's still really yeah, good. Yeah, so no. So now so for, for us, we got to get him a lot of shots right. and that – that position gets a lot of shots. Vince got those shots last year, but 
the next step, he's got to make sure he does everything else at VCU, which he is. All right, so you and I have been doing this for six years leading up to seasons. You've got a gleam in your eye about this team that you have not had in previous years, and you've had some really good yeah, teams with yeah. a lot of success. This Tell is, me why. This is the best summer we've ever had since I've been back. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's just, you know, nothing got in the way of them working. And uh, there's times I, I really thought I, had a I was going to have to close the BDC just for them to get some rest. Just, right, just for them to relax. Uh, they get along really well. Uh, when they step on the line, they go after each other's throats and compete, but they do it with a purpose. And I say that. That's important. You want guys that really compete in practice, but they understand the purpose of why we're doing this and why we're competing. They have that. And um, they, they, I mean, they go after it, I, and I love it. And, and uh, so I just – and they play really well together. They share the basketball. So now we have some question marks like every team, and we replace, what, 64% of our scoring? According to Ian, uh, yeah. But, but yeah, but I like that. I, I like that. So when – we're trying to figure out who plays well with, but I think we could be really long and athletic and play different ways and different styles, especially on offense. All right, we take a final break. Come back, wrap things up. It's Mike Rhodes. This is the Rhodes Show. We're at Rusty Taco right here in Shore Pump. We'll take one final break. Be back. Get you home right after this on the Ram Nation Network. All right, one final break on the Rhodes Show presented by Virginia Credit Union. Go to vacu.org. And you can find out information about the VCU MasterCard. If you haven't gotten it yet, all kinds of great perks, three wonderful designs. Mine, I got the VCU logo with the horned VCU. It looks awesome getting that out of my wallet anytime I make a purchase. You can do that with our wonderful partners at Virginia Credit Union at VACU.org. All right, one final segment. Coach and I talk about NIL, and it comes up right now. All right, once around here at the Road Show at Rusty Taco, got some great Ram fans here. Bill Galosh is here. You know yeah, it's a big yeah. night if Bill Galosh is here. It's good always. to see you, Mr. Galosh, as always. All right, Coach, uh, uh, over the last week, you did a quick kind of public service announcement for uh, the VCU um, Collect kind of the, it's not collective, the, it's, yeah, the, the NIL. NIL, yep, the NIL. Yep, Tell yep. us a little but, bit yeah, about that. Yeah, we're just you know trying to, to stir the pot a little bit and, and help our guys and yeah. you know just get it out there that everybody – you know, anybody that supports our program or wants to support our players in different ways can do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just not specific groups or specific people. Anybody in that, you know, want, want to work with our guys in, in some different ways, um, you know, just trying to promote it to help them. So, Do you talk about that a lot with your guys? Well, how to handle it the right way. You, you do? Know, yeah. Okay. I mean, now they, they – look, I'm all for it. Um, I wasn't in, in 2008 – and then I come to VCU and my interaction with the guys and hearing all these, you know, their life stories and stuff like that and where they come from, have come from, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, all, I'm all for it. I didn't know better, right? And that's just how it goes. And, and I'm all for that if, if these guys could use their name, image, or likeness and, and get, some, get something out of it, as long as it doesn't come in, in front of their academics and in front of their basketball and, and use that and help them and – the biggest thing for me is if you do make some money, let us teach you. Mark Newfield helps us a lot. He talk, okay. he, We have financial literacy classes with our guys, and I'm trying to get them to understand if they just put a little bit of a way right now at 19 or 20, 10, just say 10,000 or 5,000, and don't touch it for 20 years. And when they, you know, they're in their 40s or their 50s, how much more it will be. Now, I remember when I was 18 and 19, I'm not sure. You know, I was like, no, I didn't have that, but that would have been cool. I'm trying just if you can put some of it away and invest it and don't touch it for a long, long time, you're going to be a really happy dude. But just trying to teach them that way and stuff. So, you know, I just I want I want 
our fans. I want people who support our program that that follow our program. If if their businesses or their company or just in general want to help our guys and have them a part of what they do, mm-hmm. uh, I think it would be awesome. Yeah, and, and that could be anything from them doing social media posts for you to doing radio spots to you know coming in. You know, we have one company in Synergy Technical that takes them to nonprofits and they go see these kids in these under-resourced areas and they play basketball with them and it's just such a joy for everybody. Yeah, and they're supporting their they're sponsoring and showing off their company yep uh doing something they love to do with young people and you're giving back to the community uh and and the guys get something out which i think is really cool and uh you know there's other things they can do as well uh you know ace uh tommy's car wash down by the diamond uh the grand opening ace they had a basket out and kids got out of the car in line to get their parents were getting their cars washed shooting free throws winning prizes with ace and that's called an appearance, you know, mm-hmm. and he had an appearance and got made a little bit of money out of it, but he spent two hours there with a bunch of kids, and, they, you know, now these kids are Ace Baldwin fans. And, you know, things like that, I think it's great. What I love about it, it gets our guys out of their comfort zone. Yeah. And they're, they're talking to all types of people, and, and they're selling themselves all the time. And, you know, in the real world, you've got to do that to get that job. Well, they're getting great practice why, why they're benefiting with the NIL amazing just the swings that your job takes five years ago you never would have thought that you'd no, be having a conversations yeah. and now recruits yeah. look at you and say coach and tell then, me about nil yeah and and now all the deregulation of the rules yeah. the NSA, that's a whole nother topic we talk about all the time now so it's it's i don't call it a free-for-all because a lot of this is benefiting the student athletes mm-hmm. we just but we just got to make sure we keep the main thing the main thing they're here to get an awesome education they want to play winning basketball and use basketball for a vehicle for a better life. Great, let's do it. Let's help them do that. But there's some other things along the journey that they can, they can do, and it's beneficial to them and their family. Let's 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 help them do it. Awesome, coach. With that, we'll get out of here. Thank you for you your time, it. No, I Mike. Appreciate it, guys. I appreciate it. Thank Thanks you so for much for coming out here. Bet. We'll be back uh, in a month. We want to thank all Ram fans for coming out. We got the greatest fans in the country, yes, and you guys are here. We want to thank Rusty Taco for hosting us. For Mike Rhodes, I'm Robbie Robinson. This has been the Road Show on the Ram Nation Network. So long, everybody. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.